Welcome to Talking in Vain, a podcast of the Infusion Nurses Society. I'm Dawn Behrendt, the Infusion Nurse Educator for the INS, and I'm the host for today's discussion. My guests today are Chris Hunt, Maria Connors, Megan Trupiano, and Marlene Steinheiser. Each of these individuals are INS leaders who work diligently behind the scenes in a variety of ways that support the overall mission of the INS. I've asked each one to join me today to give us a preview into some of the things that our members will have opportunity to enjoy in 2019. Chris, I'm going to start today's discussion with you. First, let's have you tell us about your role at INS and how long you've worked with the organization. Sure. Thanks, Don. I'd be happy to. Um, my role here at INS is I'm the Executive Vice President, and I actually began my career with INS in April of 1995. So doing the math, it's 23-plus years ago. Um, and I like to say when I started here, we didn't have a website, we didn't have email, we didn't have Skype, we didn't have text messaging. So if you really needed to communicate with someone, you had to pick up the phone, and you hoped that either A, they would answer the phone, or B, they would call you back. So at one point... Um, I think I blinked, and 23 years passed uh, in an instant. But it's been a really fantastic ride, and even to this day, I continue to enjoy it all these years later. That's wonderful. Boy, I would be paralyzed without all of those tools. I, mean, I, I literally couldn't do the work that I do um, if all I had was a telephone. <laughs> so interesting. So let's go in. Well, it's funny because I, I just started my career in the meetings department, and we used to have a big board that we would keep uh, track of what booths we sold. And God forbid if you didn't use a, an erasable marker, because if you put something down and needed to change it, it just kind of threw everything you know, into array, disarray, I should say. So now with all the electronic equipment we have, we can do that without a problem. Yep, things have definitely changed. So my first question goes to you as well. Um, let's talk about what's new at INS in 2019. I know that we have some new publications that will be available this year. Can you share a little bit about those? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, we're really excited about our latest edition, um, which is another version of the Policies and Procedures for Infusion Therapy series. This one is entitled Policies and Procedures for Infusion Therapy Ambulatory Infusion Center. So this particular resource provides guidance to the clinicians um, you know, who, by addressing considerations specific to the patient in the in an ambulatory infusion setting. It actually marks the fourth resource in the PNP series, and we're really excited to be rolling it out in, in 2019. Um, another really uh, exciting thing that we're working on is the development of a Fundamentals of Infusion Therapy program. We're looking at this to be an online learning module that we, we it will be geared towards colleges of nursing, as well as nursing residency programs. We get lots of requests from folks asking us if we have any sort of fundamentals or basic program. A lot of these requests come from folks that are either new to infusion therapy or maybe they were involved in infusion therapy years ago and they're just getting back into it now, and they're sort of just looking for a refresher or something to help them, uh, you know, bone up on, on their infusion therapy mm -hmm. skills. So. We're really excited about this one because we see a real need for this, as I mentioned, in nursing schools where a lot of uh, infusion is not taught in a lot of these schools, and then also looking at it at hospitals, nursing, residency programs. So that will be helpful for the nurses coming into a, a new position in the hospital to have a better understanding of the infusion specialty. Wow. Okay. So we have a lot to look forward to there. Um, I know that we have another relatively new product 
in our IMS store, and that's the Clinical Competency Validation Program. Can you tell us a little bit more about that reference? Sure. Uh, we actually rolled that out in the fourth quarter of 2018, and that has been a really big success for us. Um, it's the ideal tool that clinicians can use to validate their infusion skills, and it doesn't matter the setting. It can be acute. It can be non-acute. Um, the actual resource itself uh, includes 41 competencies. And what's different about this one, we had a version of this several years ago, uh, but what's different about this particular version is it comes in a spiral-bound book with all these competencies listed, but it also has an accompanying flash drive. So the, with the flash drive, you can use that to make as many copies as you want, uh, and you can use it to validate the skills of one clinician or an entire team or department if you want. Uh, it's been well received by those who've purchased it, uh, and it's just another example of our commitment to making sure that we provide the necessary resources to meet the needs of our members and our constituents. We want to be able to provide as much information and as many tools as we can to make their jobs a little bit easier. So this is a, an example of something that um, we've been hearing a lot about. Well, it took us a while to put this all together, uh, but once we did, it's been a, a great success, and people are really uh, pretty positive about the about this particular resource and, and have let us know that. Yes, yes, I'll say. And I have been on the receiving end of that as well. I've heard the wonderful comments. I bet you have. And the ability to duplicate that, to use it across your system, is marvelous. It's a, a really good choice. That's great to hear. All right, Megan, welcome. I'm so glad that you could be here Hi. today. Megan, I'm going to ask you the same thing. Please tell us what you do at INS and a little bit more about how long you've been here and, and what you do. Okay, thanks, Don. So as meetings manager, I oversee all the activities related to our annual meeting, the National Academy, and also the virtual conferences. So that includes logistical planning, marketing, and exhibit and sponsorship sales of all those meetings. And I started with INS in the meetings department as meetings coordinator eight years ago, and then I moved up to meetings manager. Okay. So I know you're really busy with the INS annual conference that's, that's slated for Baltimore, Maryland. Tell us um, what are the dates of that conference and a little bit about the site that we're going to be visiting. Sure. Uh, INS 2019 is going to be in Baltimore, Maryland, so it'll be taking place in May, starting on Saturday, May 18th, going until Tuesday, May 21st, so it should be a beautiful time of year in Baltimore. We're going to have all our educational activities, and the exhibition will take place at the Baltimore Convention Center. INS also contracted with two hotels that are close by where the attendees can easily walk to the convention center each day. And our registration opened last week, so attendees can start registering to go to the meeting. They just need to visit our web website. So I recommend signing up before February 1st because that's the early bird deadline, and you'll receive discounted rates up until then. Very good. Megan, I'm, I'm just going to throw you a, a quick question here. How long would you say it takes you from beginning to end to plan an annual conference? I would say we pretty much start planning almost a year out. We even will start planning for 
our future May conference, probably right before we head to our current year. So I call it about a year, but sometimes little things even begin like longer than a year. So so a lot of work. A a lot of organization goes into that. So there's always something new and special at every INS conference. Can you give us a little peek into what we might expect in Baltimore this year? Yeah. Um, so, yes, this is true. There's, every year we're trying to have something new, something more exciting at each meeting. Um, most of our plans are still in the works, but the meetings department will be traveling to Baltimore in a few weeks where we really iron out a lot of our important plans and get the process going. So I can't say we're, gonna, we're going to provide more opportunities for attendees to network, and collaborate with one another while they're there. We're going to have a series of roundtable discussions, which will be known as the Solution Rooms. And I'm going to hold off on going into details about them as Marlene is going to provide more information on what they're all about and how you can get involved. Okay. So that's another big thing happening. And then our another noteworthy topic, I would say, is our keynote speaker this year. Her name is Nancy Frades. And she has a very compelling story to share with the attendees about how her son's fight with ALS inspired the Ice Bucket Challenge and raised $220 million for ALS research and treatment. And prior to the meeting, INS will host a podcast interview with her to give members a little background on her story. Yeah, I understand. She is a dynamo. So she's going to be fun to have with us. Yes, so that will be exciting to have her. And so I would just encourage everyone to check back to our website periodically, and as new events and different things about the meeting start to come out, we'll be adding it to the website. Okay, very good. Thank you, Megan. Maria, let's turn to you. Um, I'm going to ask you the same question. Tell our listeners what you do at INS and how long you've worked for this organization. Of course. Thanks, Dawn. Um, I have been with INS just a little over five years. I actually started here as the INCC coordinator, so that really gives me a a really great broad overview of everything INS and INCC does. Um, I moved into the member services manager position and then from there into the director of operations and member services, which I've been doing for about three years now. So in my role now, Um, I have the pleasure of overseeing both the member services department and the um, marketing department. Um, I also am responsible for, let's see, HR functions, operations, um, administrative things, um, and the best part, I'm part of uh, the executive team, which gives me the opportunity for uh, development of strategic endeavors. So you really have a hand in almost everything that INS does. And you really, I really do. You have a lot of work on your plate. <laughs> okay, so I, I do. I have I, I have my finger in everything, and that's absolutely the best part of my job because that's who I am. I like to know everything and be a part of everything. So I just I found my home here. That's wonderful. So I understand that we have something to look forward to regarding our online presence. Uh, tell us what this is and what changes uh, will benefit our members as well as those who visit our website. Yes, uh, we have some exciting changes coming our way in the form of not only a new website, but a new association management platform. 
um, that may not be too exciting to members, and I actually hope it isn't. I want this to be like a really seamless transition. I want uh, members to just see that things have gotten easier to navigate through this new website. Um, so we're transitioning our current software to a Salesforce-based platform. And if anyone has any experience with Salesforce, they'll know that this is extremely user-friendly and it integrates with lots of other softwares, like that's one of its best features. So what we're trying to do is use that to enhance the member experience. We're trying to make it so that everything is under one umbrella, so that members don't have to memorize a whole bunch of passwords and go to all these different platforms. For instance, in our upcoming uh, conference that Megan was talking about, we hope to, by that point, and I'm pretty sure we will, um, have uh, give attendees the ability to claim credits through the Learning Center. So that's one less platform uh, attendees will have to go to. It's all housed under one INS umbrella, and that's what this new uh, software is going to give us the ability to do. The website itself, we're hoping, we know, we've actually seen it. We have our graphic designer currently building it, but it's beautiful, it's modern, it's new, it's easy to navigate. So we're really excited about these changes that are that are coming this way. Kudos to you for tackling that and for our graphic designer as well. We know those things aren't easy, and um, I had a peek of it uh, at it the other day, and it's like you said, it's beautiful, and I think our our members are going to appreciate the navigability that that will be theirs. I have another question for you, Maria. I want you to tell us about membership services and the support that that department offers to our members. Oh, good. One of my favorite things to talk about. I'm so proud of the member services department. Um, and the customer support that they offer. They are extremely knowledgeable, and more importantly, they just, they're just they there to help. Um, one of the things that I think speaks volumes about INS is that when a member calls, other than the initial um, automated message, you get to talk to a live person immediately. And that live person is going to give you an answer, or if they don't know the answer to a particular problem, they're going to find it out for you and they're going to call you back. Chris kind of mentioned before we had all this technology how difficult it was. Now we have the technology and we're using it to our benefit. We're still going to answer the phone. We're still going to give you very personalized service, and, but we're also utilizing the technology to give you even more. So that's something I think we're really proud of. Another thing that I'm really proud of as well is that we're really responsive to your feedback. If, you, if there's something going on that compelled you enough to call us or to reach out to us via email, I just want all the members to know that we are listening to that. We may not make the change because what we have to do is we have to take everything into consideration and we have to make sure that it's going to benefit the majority, of course. But we do truly value feedback. We listen to every comment, compliment, criticism, and we take them all into consideration. So I just we're very proud of the work the membership services does. That's that's wonderful. And I, I too I've um as a clinician I was on the receiving end. One time I called in and I I couldn't get logged into the learning center and it turned out that I had about three 
passwords, login and passwords in there. So they got that all cleaned up for me, and I was able to log in once and for all. And I don't know how I messed all of that up, but I know they can <laughs> fix it. <laughs> so that was wonderful. Well, it's easy enough to do. Uh, you'd be surprised. There are a lot of things that you think are so simple that, you know, people twist things around. And we know that by the time you're compelled to call, you're pretty frustrated. So we want to <laughs> deal with it. It was great to have just the right person on the other end of the line. Okay, so let's move on. We have Marlene Steinheiser with us. Again, Marlene, please tell us about your role at INS, and I can share with our listeners that you are my partner um, here at work. You, you, um, you and I work together in the education department, but tell us what you do, um, a little bit about how long you've been, and then I've got some questions for you as well. Okay, great. Thanks, Don, for having me. Um, I've been with INS for a little bit more than a year now, and I've been a CRNI since 1991. So just like Chris, um, uh, knowing INS for a very long time and seeing the changes has been incredible as a member and then now as a staff person with INS. Um, I'm responsible for the development and management of all the nursing education activities and the resources that we develop at INS. In this role, I am also the lead nurse planner that's responsible for ensuring that all of our education offerings meet the criteria established by the American Nursing Credentialing Center, known as ANCC. And for those of you that may not be familiar with ANCC, I'm writing an article that's going to be in the Insider, and it will detail more about the value of INS being accredited by ANCC and what that brings to you as members and how you uh, can see the value in the membership that you have with the educational offerings with ANCC accreditation. Uh, Marlene, let's have you tell our listeners what might be, who might be interested in speaking or presenting at an INS uh, seminar. What's new about the process? Well, we're really excited in 2019 to be bringing a call for abstracts to our membership, not only for our traditional podium presentations, but for what Megan had referenced, uh, the traditionally known roundtables are being called solution rooms. So we'll be doing a call for abstracts for those. So no matter what level of interest you have in presenting, we'll have a spot for you within our conferences. So with this call, we're going to increase the depth and breadth of our educational topics and speaker recruitment by doing this call for abstracts. We're going to announce the call not only within our INS membership, but in collaboration with other professional organizations. So in the coming months, you'll receive an email detailing the submission process. And so we look forward to you engaging with us and with uh, others in the healthcare profession so that we can have current research, evidence, and best practices to share at our conferences. Okay. So it sounds to me like what you just said was we're going to have a call for abstract for those who would like to present at conferences or webinars, and we're also going to have a call that goes out for people who are interested in speaking or being a discussion lead in our solution room, our roundtable discussions. So tell us about the solution room. We, we had a little teaser earlier when we were talking uh, with Megan. So tell us what this is and what we're going to see at the conference in Baltimore. Sure, Don. Um, the solution rooms are somewhat designed, like you may know, the commonly known round table. And so the discussion leader will be someone that will be briefly presenting a current topic of interest, followed by group discussion and interaction. 
So the goal for these solution rooms is to facilitate this exchange of ideas related to a clinical issue or concern. We will be awarding CEs um, for those that attend the solution rooms, and we're pairing those solution rooms into a one-hour time frame. So you'll be able to receive one credit for uh, attending two solution rooms. So as I mentioned, we'll be doing a call for abstracts for those discussion leaders as well. And this will provide the clinician the opportunity in a smaller venue to present your work or discuss clinical issues that are of interest and that you have expertise in. So we're very excited about this. It's, it's something that we did a little bit of a trial in a, in a different um, or a different titled format at our fall conference, and so we're looking to expand this in Baltimore. This sounds great, Marlene. So it's almost like a little play on words, the IV solution room. Like when we go to the, the room and pick out our bag of IV fluids, and that's our IV solution, um, it, it's all terminology that we're familiar with. Um, very good. So I would like to give each of you, we're nearing the end of our podcast today, I want to give each of you a chance to wrap up and tell us anything else that, that you'd like to share with our listeners. And I'm going to kind of mix it up again a little bit. Megan, let's go with you first. Okay. Um, I just want to draw everyone's attention to the Learning Center. We have an entire section on the INS website in the Learning Center called Conference Learning. And in there, if you search through the different products in there, CRNIs can receive recertification units from virtual conferences or sessions that were recorded at a meeting. So the RUs that they're going to receive from listening to the virtual programs will count towards the 30 units they meeting research that they need to obtain. So I just want everyone to check out the Learning Center and utilize all that it has to offer for our members. Excellent. Thank you for reminding us of that. Maria, um, what would you wrap up and, and share with our listeners? Well, I just wanted to um, remind our listeners that IV Nurse Day is coming up on January 25th. It's a day where we all celebrate you, and we would like you to help us celebrate you. There's a campaign that's gone out um, for IV Nurse Day. It's a, it starts with, show us your infusion nursing pride. And in that um, email, you can find a downloadable poster or sign. And we're asking everybody to do a little video clip you could do an audio clip, you could do a still shot, you could do it individually with your team, with whoever you want to do it. And then we have a professional videographer who's putting this all together. We usually set it to music. It's just a really fun way to celebrate what you all do and to give you the credit you deserve. So I'm asking everybody to participate. Very good. Thank you for reminding us about January 25th, IV Nurse Day, Maria. Marlene, um, what would you share as your last thoughts with our listeners today. Well, I'd like to plug our Learning Center again. Um, as you mentioned, we work together closely, and we have been producing a webinar monthly, and we'll continue to do so for 2019. And there are some archived um, from 2018 that you may be interested in and earlier um, years. And then we also have a podcast. Um, we have two of them monthly. And so we have a variety of speakers and topics for both the webinars and podcasts, and we're addressing the growing needs of all educational areas, all different types of healthcare settings. And we want to continue to engage with our members and provide accessible information in these formats. 
Our goal is really for these um, these two formats to provide you with a golden nugget that you can take immediately into practice when you're done listening or, or attending the webinar. So please look to the uh, Learning Center for those uh, those types of, of educational materials. Thank you, Marlene. And Chris, let's let's end our discussion today with you. What would you share as your last thoughts with our INS listeners? Sure. One of the things I would love to remind our membership of is the Gardner Foundation Scholarship Program. I think often this gets what is probably one of the most overlooked membership benefits, but it really is one of the most important and, and uh, worthy ones that, that people can take advantage of. Uh, INS established the program to provide scholarships for INS members uh, back in the 1990s, um, and it's specifically named after Cheryl Gardner, who was the was a past president of INS, and at the time of her death was a president of INCC. Um, the scholarships really recognized the areas in which Cheryl excelled, which were infusion innovation, patient advocacy, and enhancing the image of the infusion nurse. Since we first started awarding scholarships, uh, the, the foundation has awarded more than half a million dollars to INS members and nurses all over the world. So we're fortunate to have several more awards in 2019. Um, there are scholarships that will help defray the cost of studying or taking the, and taking the CRNI exam and also for attending an INS national meeting. So if either one of those two is on your radar, thinking about taking the CRNI exam or wanting to attend an INS meeting, we have scholarships that will help defray the cost of those. So applications have been out, sent out via email to all active INS members, so please take a look at those and uh, consider applying for one. Yes, and it is easy to apply. It is not arduous, and we really do encourage all eligible members to, to participate. Very good. So Chris, Maria, Megan, and Marlene, I want to thank each of you for joining me today on INS is Talking in Vain. I really appreciate that you took the time to tell us and take us inside INS. Um, we, we love hearing what's, what's going on, and I know that um, you've given everyone a taste of something that they're going to look forward to in 2019. Um, we at INS want to wish everyone our best for 2019, and we look forward to being your partner in infusion practice throughout this coming year. This concludes this session of Talking in Vain. Thank you for listening.